Hello and welcome back to Centennial State Sports. My name is Luke and today we are going to talk about the Colorado State Rams in the last three games that they played in and also a little bit of the season recap. I apologize that I have been off for a little bit. I'm going to try to stay as close as I can and keep updated. I appreciate you guys listening and let's get started. So the CSU Rams played Air Force Hawaii and Nevada the last three games. We're going to talk about the overall stats and then just specifically the Colorado State um, stats with that. So against Air Force, Air Force had 509 total yards. They had 121 passing, 388 on the ground, 6.4 yards per play, 26 first downs. There's 7 for 16 on third down, 4 for 4 on fourth down. 80 total plays, 2 punts, 5 for 51, 5 penalties for 51 yards, excuse me, 0 fumbles, 1 interception, and 38 minutes and 36 seconds. For the CSU Rams, they had 308 total yards, 173 on the ground, 135 rushing, 5.2 yards per play, 17 first downs, they were 6 for 14 on third down, 1 for 2 on fourth down, 59 total plays, 4 punts, they were had eight penalties for 67 yards, two interceptions, and 21 minutes and 24 seconds of time of possession. For the individual stats, Todd Centeno was 13 for 22 for 173 yards and two interceptions. Um, he also carried the ball for 55 yards on 12 carries with one touchdown. David Bailey had a good game with 18 carries, 49 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, John Bivens had six carries for 33 yards also, and Dante Wright, one carry for negative two. Trey McBride, of course, led the receiving with four receptions for 81. Uh, Trey McCullough had three receptions for 46 yards. Dante Wright, four receptions for 32 yards. A. John Vivens, one reception for 14. And Cam Butler, one reception for zero yards. Four special teams. Kick return. Thomas Penanzio had two returns for 48 yards. Uh, Dante Wright for punt returns had one carry, or excuse me, one return for negative one yard, and kicking, Caden Camper had three points, three extra, or uh, yeah, point after touchdowns, and then also Ryan Stonehouse, uh, one of the better punters in the nation, had four punts for 216 yards, 54.0 yards per punt. Now, this game, um. It was up and down. It was, it was, how can I say? It was, um, it was rough. It was rough to watch. You know, an in-state rival. Um, the Air Force Falcons were doing well at 7-3. The Rams were 3-7. So, um, it was kind of lopsided that way. But, giving up 21 points in the first quarter, uh, that, that hurts. And... The Rams are consistent, scoring seven points in the first three quarters and then zero in the fourth. They gave up 21 points to the Falcons in the first and 14 points in the third. Um, the Rams have also been horrendous at scoring in the second quarter, or excuse me, in the second half. Um, during this season, they've been really bad about scoring in the second half. In the first half, they usually are pretty good, and we'll be looking at that throughout the 
uh, next couple games. We'll talk that about the end. But um, it's just rough to watch. You know, having 308 total yards, uh, that's pretty dang good. But when you give up 509 yards and 388 on the ground, that's just really hard to stop. And giving up 38 minutes and 36 seconds for the Falcons and only having 21 minutes, um, that's also tough. You just give up 17 minutes to your opponent. Uh, and then, of course, the two turnovers to the one turnover also hurts too. So uh, it's just like the season was going. Um, it's just rough to watch. I know we're always talking about the new hire at the end, but um, the Falcons are a good team. The Falcons are a good team. Um, the Rams were in there, you know, 14, only 14 points. Uh, they lost by 35 to 21. But uh, you, would, you would like to think they just gave up less in those two big quarters, you know, 21 in the first, 14 in the third. Um, what could happen? Because, you know, the, the offense is pretty good. You know, with Centeno, if he if he's consistent, he's up and down. But David Bailey is, is a really good running back. If you get up on the team, you can run that like crazy. Uh, you also have one of the best tight ends in the country with Trey McBride that he can uh, get open to. So, it's just rough. It's just rough giving up that much points and then playing behind that much. So, um... Just a rough start to that one. Now, going to Hawaii. Um, yeah, the, the the Rams lost their last three games, which were rough. Hawaii was a game, uh, I believe, that they were uh, projected to win. So, going into Hawaii, they they were predicted to win. Um, and, and it was a close game. The Rams lost 45 to 50. But the thing... Um, the thing is that the Rams just ran out of time. You know, uh, the Rams scored seven in the first, three in the second, seven in the third, and 28 total points in the fourth. 28 points in the fourth quarter. Um, for the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, they scored nine in the first, 20 in the second, seven in the third, and 14 in the fourth. If they could just hold them off a little bit more, or if the Rams could spread out those points a little bit more, this game should have been theirs. But they, they just ran out of time. They scored 28 points in the fourth quarter. We're going to go ahead up these stats for this one also. But this is also a heartbreak uh, for Ram fans. So the visiting Rams, listen, this have 651 total yards, 527 through the air, 124 on the ground, 7.7 yards per play. 27 first downs, 11 for 19 on third down. That's a really good percentage. They're 0 for 1 and fourth. 85 total plays. 85. 5 punts, 9 penalties for 100 yards, 1 fumble, 2 interceptions, and had 30 minutes and 11 seconds of total offense. For the home Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, they had 535 total yards, 406 passing yards, 129 rushing yards, 6.8 yards per play. They also had 25 first downs. There were 6 for 15 on third downs, 0 for 0 on fourth. 79 total plays, 5 punts, 4 penalties for 37 yards, 2 fumbles, 0 interceptions, and had 29 minutes and 49 seconds. For the visiting Rams, Todd Centeno, 
went off. He absolutely scorched the Warriors with 299 for 48, 527 yards through the air, five touchdowns. He also had two picks, though, but five touchdowns. David Bailey had 16 carries for 87 yards and a touchdown. Tyson Dale also had 14 carries, 17 yards. Uh, A. Jones Vivens had five carries for 15. And Trey McCullough, one carry for seven. Dante Wright led the Rams in receiving with eight receptions, 150 yards, and a touchdown. Kim Butler, two receptions for 93 yards and two touchdowns. Gary Williams, six receptions, 92 yards, and two touchdowns. Trey McBride, six receptions, 89 yards. Trey McCulloch, two receptions, 57. David Bailey, three receptions for 23. And A. John Bivens, two receptions for 23 yards. For kick returns, Thomas Benunzio had three er, returns for 87 yards. Dante Wright for punt returns had one return for 18 yards. Caden Camper was one for two with 50 yards his longest. (coughs) Excuse me. He was 50%. 30 was his longest, excuse me, for nine points. And Ryan Stonehouse had five punts for 223 yards or 44.6 yards on average. Now, Man, if I just went through the stats, five or 651 total yards is absolutely crazy. Um, you would think that the Rams would have, you know, at least won this game. They gave up 535, but, you know, they were still 120 yards above Hawaii. Um, and, they, you know, they had one more turnover. They had one fumble, two interceptions, while Hawaii had two um, fumbles. But, and, you know, the time position was kind of close. But the thing that hurts, too, is also the Rams also had nine penalties for 100 yards. Well, Hawaii only had four penalties for 37. So that's over. So three, three two, four. That's a 63-yard penalty difference, which is over half a field. Um, it might not seem a lot, but giving up over half a field of penalty yards um, that's a huge possession. And if you lose by five, man, that, that, that hurts a lot. So this one was a rough one for the Rams. You know, there's a lot of them that we can say that, dang, this one was a rough one. This one was a rough one. You know, the uh, Utah State one where they didn't spike the ball. They didn't call it, you know, they didn't get the ball. Or the time stopped and they could have kicked the field goal to win. Just little things like that have been hurting uh, this season so much. And you just wonder, this 3-8 team should not be 3-8. They should be, you know, 4-7 or at least 5-6. This team was almost bowl eligible. And you never know. You never know, you know, when the one or one game, another one, two games, and then boom, you're bowl eligible. So uh, we'll talk about more of that at the end. Um, we got one more game to go through, and then we'll talk about the season. Now, this is against the Nevada Wolfpack, who is a really good team. Um, they destroyed the Rams 52 to 10. We're going to go through the lot of yards right now. Now, if we look at the, when I go through the stats, um, the only thing that pops out is the turnovers. Other than that, the stats, the the um, yards and everything looks all the same. When I get to the turnovers, that is where the difference is. Okay, so 
the CSU Rams had 443 yards, total yards, 213 through the air, 230 on the ground, so pretty average there. They had 5.5 yards per carry, 21st down, 6 for 19 on third down, 2 for 6 on fourth down, so one third. Um, they also had 81 total plays, 3 punts, 5 penalties for 50 yards, 3 fumbles, 2 interceptions. Um, they had time possession of 31 minutes and 4 seconds. For the Nevada Wolfpack, they had 528 yards, 302 in the air, 226 on the ground, 8.5 yards per play, 22, 22 excuse me, first downs, 5 for 12 on third, 0 for 0 on fourth, 62 total, 5 punts, 2 penalties for 20 yards in 28 minutes and 56 seconds. For the individual stats for the Rams, Tyson Theo was 15 for 24 for 185 yards and two picks. Trey McBride had one carry for 69 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Evan Olas had 10 carries for 53 yards. Uh, he also had, he was also four for six for 28 yards also. Uh, Alex Burt, excuse me if I said that wrong, had seven carries for 50 yards, a a. John Vivens, 8 carries for 25. Jalen Thomas, 5 carries for 20. David Bailey, 7 carries for 14. Uh, Trey McCullough, 2 carries for 7. And Tyson Taylor, 11 carries for negative 8 yards. Trey McBride with 6 uh, receptions for 113. Dante Wright, 5 receptions for 43. Gary Williams, 3 receptions for 30. Tanner Arkin had 1 reception for 9. Trey McCullough, 1 reception for 7. Uh, Robinson, had one reception for five. Kim Butler, one reception for four. And David Bailey, one reception for two. For punt returns, Penunzio had two returns for 65 yards. Dante Wright had one return for zero yards for punting. Kicking, uh, Kenny Camper was one for one for 33 yards. And he had, come, he had four points uh, in the game. Ryan Stonehouse had three punts. For 143 yards and a 47.7 yards per punt. Now, this was a rough one because you know the scoreboard was definitely not in favor. Um, Nevada was in control the whole time, scoring 14 in the first, 17 in the second, you know, and seven and 14 in the third and fourth. Well, CU. Scored their only touchdown in the third and only a solo field goal in the fourth. Now, this was rough because if you look at the stats, 528, 443, yes, you know, that's, you know, 80 yards, but 80 yards isn't much. Um, first downs was 22 to 20. Uh, third downs was 5 for 12, 6 for 19. Um, total plays 81. CSU had 81 plays while. Nevada had 62, so it shows you how many big plays that they had. Uh, punts were 3-5. to five. Nevada actually had more punts. Uh, penalties 2-5. to five. But the thing that, like I said before, that really hurt the Rams was the turnovers. They had 5 total turnovers. 3 fumbles and 2 interceptions. Now... It, it, it's it's rough. You know, Todd threw over 500 yards in the last game. I know that's I know that's Hawaii, and this is Nevada. But you know, that is 
That's huge. Todd Sadeo throwing 500, over 500 yards in the last game, and now only throwing 185 yards. I know he has two interceptions last game, but he also had five touchdowns. He had two interceptions here. So it's just, it's tough. You know, it's like consistency, you know, like the Denver Broncos with um, Teddy Bridgewater. You know, he can be consistent as heck, you know, and then sometimes he has the interception bug. So for, Ram- for the Rams, it was, for this season, it was rough. It was, um, it was tough. You know, there's games that they should have won. They looked really good against teams um, like Iowa. You know, they were leading at halftime against Iowa, uh, a top four rated team at the time. And then they lose 50 over, uh, then they lose um, to Nevada uh, 52 to 10, which Nevada isn't as good as Iowa. I was fourth in the country, third in the country, or somewhere around there. And, um, yeah, it's just disappointing. It's really disappointing. Um, so, Jay Norvell uh, is coming into CSU next year. I think that's going to be a good change. I think uh, replacing Steve Adazio is going to be huge. I think that this is going to be a huge thing for CSU. I think that this is a great hire. I think uh, hopefully he is going to have his hands full. But this, this guy could do it. I think this guy um, was on a really good coaching staff at Nevada. I think that he has some really good insight. Uh, he's a really good coach. Um, I think he's going to do a, a lot better than uh, Adazio. You know, I, I talked to some people, and they said, you know, when Adazio got hired, um, some one of my friends know someone from Boston College and he said welcome to mediocrity so welcome to mediocrity wasn't probably the best thing that you want to hear getting your brand new head coach so I think that uh, Norvell it's going to be an amazing hire for this team they have talent they do you know of course Trey McBride um, he's going to be he's, he's going to be you're going to have to replace him but um, other than that you have pieces there. And if not, you you build that program. Um, they have wonderful facilities. Uh, they have all the all the parts. They just need one man to put the parts together. And I feel like um, Norvell has a way better chance to do it uh, than Adazio can. And uh, looking on the internet, it talks about how um, everyone is excited for for Nobel and instead of um, Adazio. So I think you have a brand new, beautiful stadium up there. Um, this is going to hopefully help bring those people, you know, in to watch your Rams. And um, it might be some growing pains. Of course, you know, whenever there's a new coach, there's always going to be growing pains. But you, this guy is going to be way better than Adazio, I feel like. I think um, you can't really go far down than that um, but CSU fans it's, it's been rough and I feel like um, you have the pieces you've seen the pieces you know you're school you know you know we're, we're we're having over 500 yards a game but we're also giving up you know 600 yards 
or if we're giving up or we're getting 443 yards, we're giving up 528. So the offense is there. If they're consistent, that's going to help a ton. The defense needs to stay there. One thing is they have to finish drives, not settle for field goals. That is a huge thing that they had to focus on next year. Finish drives. Seven points is better than three. Of course, three is always good, but seven points is always better than three. Also, um, they need to finish in the second half. A lot of time they cannot. They look good in the first half, except for the Nevada game, you know, where they scored zero and they scored 10 in the second. But almost every other game, they look good in the first. And in the Hawaii was a, another example that they were better in the second half. Um, and then Air Force, they're switching it too. So it was like it was like two different things. Um, from the Air Force game, then they did really good in the second half. They scored 28 points in the fourth quarter against Hawaii. So they need to more, be more consistent. Other games, they're scoring like crazy in the first quarter, in the first half, and then they just are blanked in the second half. Um, for the Hawaii game, they only scored 10 points in the first, and then they scored 35 in the second half. They need to be more consistent. This offense can be really good. They need to know how to run this offense, keep it going, put the pressure on, make the other team crumble, and just don't give them will. You know, when you give another team a will that they can probably win, then they're not going to go away. You need to have the finishing mentality. Say, you know what? We're going to win this game no matter what, so you might as well give up. And then put them away. This team is not a bad team. The... Um, three and nine record that they had did not define this team. You know, it was a disappointing season, and that is a nice way of putting it. I feel like the fans, the players, and everyone was very disappointed in this season. They were really excited to see what this team could do this season. So, um, I'm very happy to try to get someone else in there. You know, let Adazio leave. He was not the guy. Um, and then, you know, we're going to have Jay in there. Norval is going is to improve this team a ton. He's going to be strict. He's going to be on it. And he's going to make this team better. So, next year. Next year, the Rams are going to be better. Um, bowl game? I don't know. It depends on how this team's going to look. Um, I'm not going to say they are. I'm not going to say they aren't. Bowl games, I don't know. But I can honestly say that even if they go 3-9 next year, I feel like it's going to be a better taste in the mouth than it was this year. I promise you that. So, growing pains. Growing pains indeed. But um, I appreciate you guys listening to me. Again, I am sorry for coming out a little bit later. Um, But, yeah, we're going to look at the recruits, um, see what they have in there for CSU. Um, maybe some offseason, you know, hit up some Rockies. Rockies has some stuff going on um, these last couple of days. Has some prospects up there working out. You know, spring training is only in February. So, you know, we have about two and a half months and we already have spring training. So, um, we'll throw some articles online. Also, go on to our Twitter page, Sent State Sports. Uh, is what it's on Twitter and we are going to give out some sweet items we're going to give out some Zach Bean rookie cards at some point maybe some Von Miller Pat Sertan rookie cards um, even uh, maybe some Zion Williams oh, Zion 
Uh, excuse me. God, not basketball. We, we don't we don't care about Pelicans. We just beat the Pelicans. Sorry, we're going to give out some Javante Williams rookie cards. Not Zion. Um, yes, Javante Williams, the Denver Broncos. So make sure to go check out our Twitter page. Make sure to check out our uh, online, our website, articles, and stuff like that. Um, don't be afraid to comment on our stuff. Uh, we always like to hear from you. And um, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later.